Hello and welcome to the Personal Development School podcast. I'm your host, Thais Gibson, and I create regular podcast episodes to teach you about your relationships, attachment style, and the subconscious mind. My goal of this podcast is to give you tools and awareness you need to thrive in your relationships, feel deeply connected, and find harmony and fulfillment in your relationships and personal life. So I hope you tune in here with me each and every week. you a little bit about five toxic things parents say that can contribute to fearful avoidant attachment style. If you are a parent, please know that usually trauma is passed down. If individuals go through a lot of trauma or just don't have a lot of emotional literacy because we aren't taught these tools in our upbringing and in early grade school and things like that, then, you know, it's normal to have some of these patterns that may be passed down directly or indirectly. Please don't fault yourself or shame yourself. And if you are somebody who's the adult child watching this because you are fearful of avoiding attachment style, hopefully this will give you a great set of resources. Um, and please just know, like it's, it, you know, it's not, uh, this isn't something to then resent your family for things like that. These are just understandings of patterns that you can isolate, understand why they happened, what some of the root causes are for what sort of may have created your perceptual worldview, work on those things. And then you can work on um, communication strategies with those parents if you want to heal the relationship or mend things, if you see that there are any potential problems or challenges. So the very first thing, I will dive in. <laughs> the very first thing is trust breaking phrases. Um, this is such an interesting dynamic, but parents, sometimes when they're really triggered, perhaps when they're going through a bad divorce, if they've got chaos in the home, parents sometimes use trust breaking phrases either about each other or potentially even with other siblings in the household. And this can really create like a child feeling like they have to be on guard and they don't know who to trust. So an example of this could be mother saying about father, can you believe what your father did? Your father betrayed this and this, or, or you know, demonstrating, oh, your father's a bad person. You're making like unhealthy commentary. Um, sometimes this sort of creates parental alienation dynamics as well. Um, and then the other parent, especially if they do that as well, then you really have that, that trust being broken in the home. Um, if you then have the father say, oh, can you believe your mother? And she's this and this. And, and what that teaches a child is like, oh, I don't know who to trust and I can't really trust my environment or circumstances. Other versions of this can be if you hear parents doing a lot of that with the other siblings in the household, like, can you believe your sister or your brother? And, and that kind of dynamic will often create this feeling from a child's perspective, especially if it's a young child of being on guard, of not knowing if they can trust the parent, not knowing if they can trust other family members in the household. And obviously that can start creating some of that disorganized attachment or fearful avoidant attachment dynamic. Number two is incongruency. One of the biggest contribution or contributors to trust is congruency. If what I say and what I do actually line up, right? If I say every day, I'm going to make a daily YouTube video. And then you see a YouTube video once every year, you're like, okay, you know, it's nice that you're making a video, but I don't trust that you're going to make a daily YouTube video, right? So you lose trust in that area. Um, so if, if parents are always putting high expectations and saying, oh, I'll do this for you, or we'll make sure this happens, or I'll stand up for you. And the actions don't line up. That can be something that obviously impacts trust as well and can create 
more of that disorganized dynamic. Now, other versions of this in more severe circumstances would be things like the parent saying, I'm going to be sober and then not being sober, right? Or a parent saying, um, you know, I'm not going to fight anymore in, in the household and then not following through with that or making empty promises, like all these different dynamics, because we know one of the biggest features of disorganized attachment style is um, broken trust is a big betrayal wound, right? Um, so that brings me to number three, phrases that promote people pleasing and shaming, um, especially if these are laced with like some pretty intense wording. So things that there's like, oh, what would your teacher think about you? You're bad for doing that. That's an embarrassment. Like, you know, these, these sort of like harsh dynamics in terms of, um, you know, basically teaching to a child that, um, your action is like unworthy. Your action is shameful, defective, not, Hey, you made a mistake and now let's talk about it and let's negotiate and let's, you know, target root causes. And let me give you some supportive strategies to, you know, fix the mistake, to take accountability and to prevent that mistake from happening again, but more like just active shaming or even things like you have to go do all these things to make up for this now. And, you know, a lot of that, like harshness, and lack of empathy and understanding when there is a mistake in a dynamic. So those sorts of sort of communication components can be challenging as well for the fearful avoidant attachment style. By the way, before I do the next two, if you want to do a deep dive into like reprogramming fearful avoidant attachment style, you can check out our, our fearful avoidant reprogramming course for free. We also have an advanced one for those of you who may have been watching this channel for a while and like know a good bit already. Um, so you have a lot of reprogramming tools in the first one. And then a lot of like understanding how your attachment style shows up in the six stages of relationship in this, in the advanced one. Um, and reprogramming tools for each of those relationship stages according to what patterns you might have come online um and also if you're a parent and want to do some work on like shifting this with your your child if this is you noticing that you have some of these patterns that have been passed down do the conscious parenting course or um also the the initial fearful avoidant reprogramming course and use that course to like understand some reprogramming tools you can use for your child. Um, so anyways, those are all for free for seven days. So you can like go in there, check them out. Um, you can definitely get through a course in a week if you put some time into it and like really dial all that stuff in. Um, so anyways, number four is if you have a lot of active put downs and criticism. And usually this is because a parent or caregiver is like really critical of themselves, really harsh on themselves that it spills over. Um, and especially when there's a, a lot more criticism, but very little emotional support, that imbalance and the polarity between the two is like really challenging for the child. Um, so if there is like, I'm embarrassed of you, you're awful, you know, just really harsh words, um, you're worthless, you're nothing, you know, I'm so sorry for anybody who's experienced that in their childhood. Um, but a lot of that sort of intense criticism can be something that, you know, really creates a lot of the fearful avoidant attachment cell dynamic, because one of the big characteristics is like having positive emotional associations to the caregiver and some moments of closeness, but also having some painful moments. So sort of having this like flip-flopping relationship to the parent where it's like, sometimes you really love and feel loved. And other times you really fear and feel uncomfortable and unsafe, whether it's emotionally, physically, et cetera. And so you've got these competing associations, which is part of why the fearful avoidant or disorganized style has the hot and cold side, the, the love and the fear, right? And so you see that dynamic. Number five is if there's a parent or caregiver or caregivers who rule by punishment, fear, and threats, this is a really tough communication style or 
um, tough thing to, to have in those dynamics. So if you have threats all the time, like you'll never see X, Y, Z again, you'll never see that friend. You'll never play that sport. You'll never do X, Y, Z again, or wait until I get home. What I do to you, you know, these sorts of dynamics where even if they may be like empty threats, they create a lot of fear in the child. And again, it's programming those like associations of fear at a subconscious level. So again, if you want to do a deep dive, the big courses I recommend are intro fearful avoidant course for if you are FA, want to overcome this, or if you have a child who is FA, you notice that these are some of your communication patterns as a parent. Um, and then you want to understand the reprogramming tools so you can apply them to your child in the way that you communicate going forward or the conscious parenting course as well is a great one. So check them out. Um, link in the description box below. Thank you so much for being here.